Hi, I'm Dina. Hi, I'm Shannon. Welcome to our new podcast. Hold on. Allow us to re-thriftaduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Dina. You know that feeling when you score a great deal and want to share it with everyone you know? That's how a thrifter feels all the time. We're two treasure-hunting friends who proudly reply to compliments with, Thank you, it was thrifted far too often and the only thing we love more than hunting for thrifted gems is growing and connecting with a secondhand community we're here to share our secondhand life and style tips finds and stories we hope you'll stay a while Welcome to the first episode of Allow Us to Rethrift Reduce Ourselves. My name is Dina. My name is Shannon. So 7,000 YouTube tutorials later on how to make a podcast, here we are. <laughs> we are both lifelong thrifters, and if there's anything thrifters love more than finding deals, it's talking about deals. I've been a thrifter for years, and Dina still amazes me with her thrift finds. <laughs> I thought if I've got questions for her, everybody must. Uh, Shannon has been my thrifting companion for many years. She is a teacher, one of the fun ones, the, the kind that I wish I had in school. Aww. An avid Netflixer. I call her anytime I'm working on some type of crafting, sewing. Who am I kidding? I don't sew. <laughs> you make me I mean, sew. I make you, that's yeah, like, like my way of asking you to sew it for me. <laughs> How do you think? <laughs> um, she's an excellent baker, a fur mom of three pets and a chicken nugget extraordinaire yep best chicken nugget place in the area go longhorn <laughs> I hate you. they're amazing go try them kids menu i don't even care i need to understand what makes a chicken nugget a good chicken nugget yeah that's another episode because we'll talk about that for a while i will at least maybe we should do a test taste test Shannon and I have been friends for a very long time. We met at my first job out of college. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. were working at a local nonprofit organization. And one of our favorite stories, other than the fact that we met over a bowl of grapes, <laughs> Shannon was just walking around the building holding a huge bowl of grapes talking to people, <laughs> was that we connected because we discovered that we both love to thrift. Dina, remember when I met you? <laughs> And I just couldn't get over how cute your clothes were. And I couldn't figure it out because I knew we both had the same pay. And that's when I knew that we were going to be best friends because you were so blunt. (laughs) I was like, who asked the question like that? (laughs) That's funny. She's like, how do you how do you afford clothes when I know like, you know, you said, how do you afford these clothes when we both work here? And I was like, uh, I thrift shop. Oh, that's so funny. I love that I asked that. I don't even remember. That was honestly like, other than the grapes, like mm-hmm. that was like the turning point in our coworker I love it. relationship. Because I was like, I go to the thrift store, duh. And she's like, oh my God, I go to yard sales and thrift stores. <laughs> and it was just a really cool, genuine connection. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I think that's the beauty of thrift shopping and thrifting friends and thrifting companions is like you connect on such a personal level in that way like there's just something so powerful about sharing how cheap we are yeah like deals 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 (laughs) yep yep and then that's when i found out you had a blog i know remember i didn't talk about it for a little bit it was a little bit funny how you were incognito yeah i started blogging about thrift and bargain shopping about 10 years ago on my blog dina's days and at the time people weren't really talking about thrift shopping uh it it was also almost taboo to talk about thrift shopping like nobody really was owning 
owning it the way they do now. Everybody's so proud that they secondhand shop that's now. That's true. That's true. Like early 2000s, mid 2000s, people weren't really doing that. And the goal of the blog has, and I think always will be, uh, to grow and connect with the secondhand community by encouraging people to thrift and Mm -hmm. I love teaching them how to thrift Mm -hmm. yeah I've seen your blog evolve from the very beginning you've done projects with goodwill and workshops and you even taught me what a pop-up was yeah (laughs) I never knew that before yeah I mean the thrifting community has really evolved over the years so of my relationships so of my collaborations but I also love helping people who don't thrift Uh, see the cost and creative and environmental value of thrifting. Mm -hmm. I love meeting people who don't thrift Mm -hmm. or are just still kind of on the fence. Uh, It's always fun to get them excited about thrift shopping. Since we started the podcast, are you still going to blog? Yes, of course. I just wanted to try something new this year. And I feel like having a podcast like this platform gives us much greater flexibility to just engage with readers and, you know, ask questions and really dig deep into some conversations yeah yeah for sure yeah so this first episode is all about getting to know us a little bit better in addition to our thrifting origin stories or the stories about why and how we started thrifting i love those stories because they really tell you a lot about the person right oh yeah so we are also going to share the top secondhand items that still take our thrift away (laughs) you're amazing (laughs) Or in other words, despite many years of thrifting, the things that still make us feel like we're on candid camera at the thrift store, the things that still get our adrenaline pumping and stop us in our tracks. But before we get into that, Shannon, tell us your thrifting origin story. Why did you start thrifting? I was in my teens. My aunt taught me all about thrifting and yard sales. The yard sales was really more what we did since I was very young. My grandma yard sailed. That sounds funny. Yard sailing. Yard like sailing. On, like they're on a boat. It's it's it is a verb. <laughs> yeah, you are really good at yard sales. Oh, like yard, yard sales yard are sales. your thing. Yeah, like I've been doing that since I was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the winter time, there's nothing to do if you're a yard sailor. So that's when thrifting mm-hmm. kind of came into the picture. My aunt taught me all about thrifting, the different thrift stores, Goodwill, and then we have some other places around here that we're lucky enough to have. Mm -hmm. And we'd drive all over. You know, we wouldn't just stay in the area. We'd drive like, you know, an hour to go check out a new thrift store we heard about. So at first I wasn't sold on the idea, but later in my teens, I realized how cool you were to say your outfit was thrifted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's see, when you were a teen, that was what, the late, mid 90s? Late 90s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I probably started early 90s and didn't really like it. Mm -hmm. But by the, yeah, mid, mid to late 90s, I started, you know, jumping into it saying yeah my whole outfits are thrifted and all my jewelry's thrifted and how was how was it received at that time my friends thought I was super cool and different mm-hmm. unique you know you're going for that when you're a teenager you want to be the different kid so at least that's what I was doing that's really interesting and I asked about the timing because it has definitely it definitely goes through waves mm-hmm. um, I think in the 90s like you said it was a really cool thing it made mm-hmm. you interesting it made you different mm-hmm. then in the early 2000s it's like nobody was talking about it right right and Everything was like name brand yeah yeah mm-hmm. at least that's my experience mm-hmm. i mean i remember in my experience in high school and middle school nobody talked about it 
I was thrifting. I didn't talk about it not because I was like embarrassed because it just wasn't, a, it wasn't interesting to talk about. Right, right. And so I think in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, like you said, very, very heavy emphasis on name brands. I don't know, Sex in the City had a lot to yes, do with it. Like just true. different cultural things that were happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the last five years or so, I mean, it has just made the biggest mm-hmm. comeback. Right. And the 90s are kind of back. Yeah. So, yeah. My story I always like to say it started the summer that my sister stopped wanting to hang out with me because I was annoying. <laughs> I'm the youngest of three girls and we were growing up in Jordan and I just loved making old things new again. We didn't really have much growing up and so you kind of had to be crafty and innovative. So one year living in Jordan, I was bored over the summer and I decided to take the tab off of the Coke cans, mm-hmm. paint them with nail polish, put glitter on them, what? take shoelaces, put them on shoelaces, and I made necklaces. What? And I'm like, I'm going to sell these on the playground. And I did. <laughs> and I sold out. And I was like, well, this is fun. What? So I was basically a hustler on the playground. But oh. more importantly, though, I've I... heard the story. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, uh, but really, though, the, the takeaway here is that that was the beginning of something really big for me. Mm-hmm. I just love taking things and making them into something else. We wore uniforms to school, so oh. our wardrobe was pretty limited mm-hmm. and lots of hand-me-downs. So I was always trying to just figure out a way to replicate what I saw in the Delia's magazines, like mm-hmm. going to the thrift stores in Jordan. And then when I moved here, it was like thrift store heaven. I bet, yeah. I mean, it was like on a completely different level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it just sort of became a lifestyle for me. Yeah. All right, so while we're on this Get to Know Us kick, and because it's our first episode, I thought we'd ask each other two completely random questions so our listeners can get to know us. Okay, let's do it. What's the worst haircut you've ever had? Oh, easy. Perm, mushroom cut. The sixth grade, I see it vividly. I have a silk green shirt on because I had a silk shirt in every color in sixth grade and I bought them at dots for ten dollars green orange red purple Wait, were they blue. silk or were they polyester I'm sure they were polyester okay. I'm not getting like ten dollars <laughs> yeah but I called them silk and I tuck them in my jeans and then puff them out and then I had a perm but then it was cut to my ears and it went you know like a triangle like kind of like mushroom kind of deal and it was awful but during the time I thought it was amazing. Do you have pictures? Yeah. Okay, I I yeah. need to see. I'll hook you up. I don't know what I love more. The <laughs> faux silk polyester shirts. So gross. Or the fact that it was both a perm, like you, it a short perm. I had a straight up perm. Mm. And then they cut What year hair. was this? 93, probably. Wow. Was my guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was probably like 12, 13, 92, 93. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, can you imagine, like, that age when you're starting to, like, sweat and stuff? There's probably big pit stains. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I remember I had an orange one, and it just went so bad with my hair. Like, why? Why did I have orange? But I wanted, like, the rainbow. How many shirts do you think you had? I bet you I had, like, one of every color. I know I had a black one, even. Like, black silk, like, fake silk. Silky feeling. Whatever. So gross. All right, Dina. If you could have one superpower... To be invisible or to read people's minds, which would you pick and why? Well, I have a question for your question. Oh, man. All right. If I'm in, 
if I'm invisible, can I travel to different places and be invisible? Like, yeah. what are what are the conditions? Yeah, no limits, no limits. I don't care. Okay, but if I <laughs> if I get to read people's <laughs> minds, do I get to read everybody's minds in yes, the room? Anybody, anybody at the same time? Yeah, it's gonna it'd probably be overwhelming. I'd be invisible. Mm, me too. Tell yeah. me, why, tell me why. I feel like you just have more options. Mm-hmm. You can travel the world and yeah. be invisible anywhere. Yeah, you don't even have to get dressed up. <laughs> why would you pick it oh would i pick invisible yeah invisible invisible um for the same reason i mean you can kind of read people's minds in a way because you'd be invisible while you were like watching somebody talk smack about you to their husband after they spent the night with you or something like that you know what i mean it's basically a two-for-one deal that's why i would pick it yeah i mean if this is a podcast about deals (laughs) that's the best deal I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> Between the both of us, we have like 20 plus years of thrifting experience. Right. So we've become very familiar with the thrift store formula. Mm-hmm. What is the thrift store formula, Dina? I would say a th- formula is different than a strategy. A strategy is the way you actually personally like to navigate a thrift store. A formula, though, once you start to thrift for a long time after many years, and if you do it regularly, Mm -hmm. you start to really get comfortable with the formula and understand the formula. So to me, that means the way that a thrift store actually operates. You understand the flow of the merchandise, how often they restock, what types of things end up at the thrift store. Mm -hmm. Because random as thrift stores can be, there's still a method to the madness. (laughs) Um, You understand the pricing system. There are certain things that I know I'll probably see again. So you start to understand and feel comfortable with kind of thrifter's remorse. Like, uh, I feel like I've seen this here before mm-hmm. kind of thing. So despite understanding the thrift store formula, I mm-hmm. will say there are a handful of things that still kind of stop me in my track. Do you feel the same way? 100%, yes. Okay. Go first. Uh-huh. Of course. I'm going to do one that we both love forever, right? Uh, cats. Take our breath away. Any kind of cat. Sweater, trinket, stuffed animal, shoes, scarves, blankets, like anything you could possibly think of. Glassware that you would drink out of or bowl, you know, things like that. There's cat everything. And it always makes me so excited. Like we were on that thrift store tour recently mm-hmm. and there were cat stuff. There was cat stuff everywhere. <laughs> like it will forever be funny to me. Yes. It's just And hilarious. like not not even in an ironic way. No. Like I, I kind of really love it. Yeah, I kinda want a cat room with uh, just cat stuff everywhere. So like if I ever have a house big enough and I could just like buy the cat trinkets that I see everywhere and then that could be like my cats, like the cats that I own, their room, that that would be amazing. Hashtag thrift store cats all day one of the things as far as clothing goes for me coats 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 yeah for several reasons number one it just fascinates me how like how cheap it is Mm -hmm. well disclaimer here we live in the midwest so prices are very reasonable where we live i I think we do have to mention that because i know certain parts of the country are not as lucky (laughs) with the pricing specifically capes too Uh, capes Mm -hmm. are just timeless to me and will never go out of style Mm -hmm. So is there a coat that's your favorite through all these years? I mean, can they be three favorites? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. It's so hard to pick a favorite. (laughs) Top three favorite coats. Number one, Funny by Tracy Reese coat that I found not even knowing or caring about the brand. Saw it from afar. Thought the colors were beautiful. It's like navy with pink stripe, like a couple 
pink and gray or I forget what the other stripe is. Uh-huh. Touched it and I'm like, oh my God, amazing quality. Looked it up when I was in the fitting room and it said it was still available for $400. Oh, oh I'm God. like, am I on candid camera right now? <laughs> and then I posted it on Instagram and a couple weeks later, my friend from high school was like, uh, did you just see this coat in orange is the new black? And she oh. sent me a screenshot. And I'm like, oh my God, thrift life. <laughs> Second favorite coat is a hot pink Vintage coat with a fur collar and hot pink lining. Is that from Gibbets? No, it's from oh. The Village. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Third favorite coat was a $5 cape. I think it was either Sears or JCPenney. I can never remember. Probably from the, like the 60s. The tag is so old. And it's just kind of like a this universal cape that I wore when I was pregnant, wore when I was fatter, wore when I was skinnier. Like, it just works That's every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What color was that That's one? That's like a camel color. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. 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 What's next on your list? Fiesta wear. Ooh. Yeah. It's colorful dinnerware. If you don't know what it is, please Google it. It's been around since the 1930s. Really? Isn't that crazy? Wait I- a second. So I've been watching Mrs. Maisel. Oh. Uh-huh. That's like 60s, I think, yeah. And sometimes I notice like their colorful cookware. Yes, me too. And I always think of you. I'm like, I wonder if that's Fiesta wear that they have in there. Yeah, I haven't paid close attention, but I bet there's some in there. God, their set designer is just... I know. Who is it? I oh, they're set in costume designer. I like. I need to Google them. I, f- I feel like I ran across her Instagram recently. Oh my god! I know, I know. Yeah, I have I'll, to. You I'll have to send it to you. Me. Yeah. So, like, with Fiesta Wear, I've always loved the idea of not conforming to, like, one color in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. But I guess I've kind of conformed to the brand, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> why, um, because you just, like, why wouldn't you conform to one color? Is it because you were just, you love I just don't want to. Yeah, I love every color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love green, but I don't want a green kitchen. Yeah. And I love, like, being able to pull out light colors for spring mm-hmm. and dark colors for... Like your grandma. Yeah, yeah. Your grandma switches out all over. <laughs> Dinnerware. But, but at least, like, it's all one thing. Like, she, like, literally puts dinnerware into storage. Yeah. I'm never going to do that. Like, I just like, put it at the bottom and then put uh-huh. the other colors at the top that I want to use. That's, I love your point about not being able to just pick one. I, when people ask me, like, what my personal home decor style is, mm-hmm. I, I can't answer it's it so because. Hard. Although it's like, I would say it's somewhat cohesive, but mm-hmm. like my office decor is completely different than my living room. Right. Like the living room is just bright and colorful. And then the family room is more subtle and neutral. So I, right. it's hard for me to just pick yeah, one. Yeah, it's just like your personality. Like yeah. yeah. You know, you're eclectic. So then me too. What is your all-time favorite Fiesta find? My favorite Fiesta find? Okay. You and I were at the giant yard sale like the oh, world seville seville yard sale mm-hmm. what's that called neighborhood yard sale I no it's called, called the city S- it's like the whole city yard sale it was the first year we'd ever gone the first house that we went into and the lady had old yellow fiesta wear mm. shallow bowls but they also had little handles on the outside of them and I was so excited to find them because they were very, very, very old. You could tell. How like, old do you think they were? I bet they're from the 60s. Oh, because nice. Because even like on the bottom of them, they're just, it's just different where they have the Fiesta Wear print on it. And I have a feeling there's like a factory or something like that out that way. So mm. I'm wondering if it's like from that time or I don't know. I'm making stuff up now. But that that's my favorite because I think I got them. For How like, much did you get them for? Like a dollar or two dollars or something crazy. Yeah. 
How much would you sell your Fiesta where if you ever had to sell it? A billion dollars. <laughs> I would never get rid of it. Like, I, I actually feel bad when I even look at other dishes and think that they're cute. Wow, you're really loyal. I am. But but, but you know they don't have feelings. And you know those those dishes I got the other day. At the Goodwill in Streetsboro. Yeah. And they they're f- in my bedroom right now. I don't. They're not doing anything yet. Because I don't know what to do with them. Because I, you know. You just need like a big display case. I just need six kitchens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next on my list of thrift store showstoppers. Anything that reminds me of Blanche Devereaux <laughs> from the Golden Girls. I love textures, prints, sequins. Actually, right behind Shannon right now mm. is my vintage closet of sequin dresses. I've had to cut back over the years and only hold on to just a handful of them. So I will have to share some of my favorite vintage Blanche Devereaux inspired dresses. Yes. And, you know, a quick tip about that. Uh, If you do like textures and prints and things like that, you're still new to thrifting. Those are actually some of the easiest things to thrift because they're everywhere. And they just jump out at you. Mm -hmm. Like there's really no effort involved in finding them. Right. Okay, Shannon, what's on your list? Holiday stuff. Mm -hmm. I love buying holiday stuff at the thrift store because it's so much cheaper. Yeah. You can find things that just came out of Target this year. Like, you just never know. You never know what you're going to find at the thrift store. You never know what somebody's going to get and not want, but then, you know, your trash is somebody else's treasure. Mm -hmm. It's always my treasure. (laughs) Like, everybody's trash is my treasure. I love everybody's free stuff. Like, well, or cheap stuff. It's been a while since I've bought holiday stuff at a regular store. Right. So if you're new to thrifting and you're just kind of like, eh, not quite sure about it, start with holiday stuff. Mm-hmm. You can find so much cool. Because we converted my sister that way. Yes. She's, she's always been on the fence about thrifting. She doesn't have the patience for it. But she was all about thrifting holiday stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially if you like a little bit antique looking mm-hmm. things. I mean, but you can even find new stuff. Oh, absolutely. So you can find any, whatever your decor is, you can find it. What's next on your list? This is fairly new for me, but kid stuff. Oh. Mm-hmm. But not just any kid stuff. It has to be something totally unique, kind of funky. Uh, like, I love, of course, thrifting the essentials, like the bodysuits and the pants and all that stuff. But the things that take my thrift away are the one-of-a-kind <laughs> things. Like, I've been finding a lot of baby bell-bottoms. Um, remember the sweater we found yes. that had, it was like kids all around the world. <laughs> like. Yeah, it was like crocheted. Yeah, but then it was also like little people made of yarn, like it, attached to it. Like somehow, I just picture a really cute kid in the eighties wearing it. Yes, so cute. And that kid's our age now. Mm, that's so depressing. Stop. I never thought of it that way. Ew. Some of the listen to me. Some of the things that I buy for her that were from the eighties that they would be our age, right? Like if if yeah, it's awful. Yeah, we're so old. Like. Mm-hmm. Wow. So much wisdom between the two of us. <laughs> That's all I can give myself Basic right math. now. <laughs> 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 but I feel like sometimes baby clothes tend to all look kind of the same because we have mm-hmm. some, you know, like some massive retailers like Carter's and Children's Place and Target. Yeah, like, like everything has an owl on it. Everything has a kitty cat or yeah. a dog. And I love all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's all adorable. Mm-hmm. And I do shop at all of those places. But there's just something so special about finding like some plaid 
you know, 1980s, 1990s pants for her mm-hmm. or because bell bottoms. Because you wish you could wear them right now. Because, oh my God, if you yeah. guys could have matching bell bottom outfits. When she starts walking, you can count on that. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Like, I would be that parent. You guys can do dance shows together. <laughs> oh my God, dance shows. Yeah. God, you know me so well. That's actually one of my favorite things to do with her Aww. is to dance. That's fun. All right, so then what's next for you? Okay, I like weird stuff. Mm-hmm. So... I like mushrooms and hearts and <laughs> odd-shaped textures and embroidery like Dina. Like, Dina loves embroidery as well. I love weird things. Mm-hmm. So anytime I find something that I've never seen before or something that I know maybe somebody made it, but it's still pretty cool, I can't, I always want it. I always need to have Let's it. Let's talk about the mushrooms. <sighs> Where does this come from? I don't know. I just have always thought mushrooms are so cute. They're so little in the little, like, round, you know, the top, and it's red and has little white. You know what it is? Oh, my God. I'm finding it out right now while I'm talking to you. Uh-huh. Smurfs, man. It's Smurfs. Really? You know, they're, yeah, they're little mushroom town, like, their little town, and mushrooms are everywhere. Dude, I rocked Smurfs. That's totally what it's from. I'm an 80s kid. Yeah, you, you are. Want. You really like, are. Like, serious. That's what it is. I loved Smurfs. Yeah, Smurfs are pretty cute. Oh. And it is it is fun when you find... Because you don't... I don't see a lot of Smurf stuff at thrift stores. They're no. usually in like um, antique stores now. Yeah, yeah. Or... But I'm not even saying like I want Smurf stuff. Smurf inspired. It is. Smurf inspired. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> uh, let's um, see. Other things that I absolutely love. This is no surprise if you follow me on Instagram. Vintage pink glassware oh yeah vintage pink teacups pink plates i just think maybe one day janine and i will have a tea party with all my pink cups oh a thousand percent you better invite me god (laughs) that'll be the cutest thing ever trolls why are you whispering it because it's weird (laughs) (laughs) i love Finding trolls or gnomes so much. You know, I was just in Iceland and that's like a thing there. What? Remember I told you about it? Whatever, that's another story. Remember when we found Jangles in North Carolina? How could I ever forget? Right. And then then we brought Jangles home to Ohio. He went on travels. Yeah. Jangles is a plush Christmas troll. Yes. That we found on vacation in North Carolina. At the Pink Hotline thrift store. Oh, I can't believe you remember that. Oh, name. I'll never nice forget job. that store. Nice job. For and one dollar, we and we kept um, hiding him everywhere. Yes. in the in the beach house. He was just just a gem, really, just a gem <sighs> of a, a guy. Gem. He is one, not was is like he right now. He's wearing a bikini and he's in your house somewhere. Like where is he? I he'll to... he'll he'll make a comeback. If you followed us on Snapchat years ago, you yes. might remember. Jangles, yeah. the Christmas troll. You should. Let us know if you want us to bring him back and just have him travel the world again. Yeah. And remember when we were at the Greek festival and we were in the basement thrift store, or what's it called? Yard sale? What do mm-hmm. they call it? I don't know. Rummage Whatever. sale. And I find the tiny little baby troll. Yes. Like like the creepiest troll I've ever it seen in my life. It kind of looked like a troll embryo. It- <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly. And it's a pin. Like you can pin it on your lapel. And it's it's amazing. And I did steal it back from your house, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah, I took him. I took him home. I'll probably creep you out with him at some other point. She hides trolls in my house, guys, and yeah. then she makes me. She doesn't say anything for months until I just <laughs> they just magically appear. And that one, I had to hot cold play with you. Yeah, because you could not. That fight one it. took a long time. Yeah, that was so fun. But yeah, I love trolls. What about chairs? You are always posting chairs on Instagram from Goodwill that you find or that you've thrifted. I 
love chairs. Oh, I love how you got all quiet about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like them. I like, uh, I find that I like a lot of mid-century mod chairs. Okay. I like the way they look. I think they're great accent pieces. Well, and here's also another reason why I like them. Because they're not like a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. Like a couch is a commitment. That's true. Right? You got to get a truck. You have to measure. <laughs> you have to like clean it. But a chair is like, hey, I can buy this chair, throw it in my trunk and it can be a nice accent piece in my family room or in my uh-huh. office. And it doesn't take up as much room in your house. Exactly. Yeah. And it's easy to get rid of. It's easy mm-hmm. to resell. It's easy to donate. Mm-hmm. They're just fun. And, and they're fun. You can swap them out all the time. So like I can change colors all the time. And people love buying chairs on Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that. So it's easy to get rid of them. You're so excited. You're making me want to go look for a new chair right now. I love chairs. Probably bad. I know some people feel weird about buying soft chairs. Yeah, I even know people wince at the idea of buying thrifted shoes. Do we thrift shoes? I love thrifting shoes oh, so, so much, much. So much. They're so amazing. Yeah. Lice on the bottom, the inside, you're good to go. It's one of the first places I stop. My, my, feet are, my feet are good. Been wearing thrifted <laughs> shoes for years. No problems. Yep. I don't have any growth. <laughs> any growth coming off your feet yet. <laughs> if I did, I'd cut my toes off. <laughs> On that note, we'd love to hear what some of your favorite thrift finds are. What are some things that stop you in your tracks when you're yard sailing or garage sailing or thrift shopping? Next time, tell them what we're going to talk about. Things we won't thrift. You may be surprised. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Well, we did it. That was our first episode. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you will catch our next episode. Tell your friends about us if they love thrift shopping or if they're curious about it. Subscribe and connect with us on social media. Let us know what you think. Yeah. We'll link everything in the description. Take my thrift away. Take my thrift away. Take my thrift away.